What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Bridging the Gap podcast. I hope you're all well. I'm great. Thank you for asking. So we fucking did it. We did it. We took the overall. We took the win. And I am over the moon with that result. Um, and the pressure is, is not off, but the pressure is somewhat reduced because... There's a lot, a lot of pressure, especially in the social media world of performing and obviously just the, the basis of who I am. And that sounds fucking arrogant, doesn't it? The basis of who I am in terms of like people expect me to do things. And that pressure was really, really mounting. I didn't really uh, talk about the pressure that I felt too much. I've touched upon it a few times on the podcast, but definitely, definitely, definitely feel that social media pressure and that that pressure to perform um, for a lot of people. But also, there's a lot of pressure I put on myself just inevitably to perform because I want to be the best, I want to present the best, and I want to do the best. So this is the post-show analysis, the post-show podcast. I was going to do a video. I'm still not 100% sure whether to take this podcast video because... It's just me, and and, and I, know, I never know whether a video podcast of just one person will work because there's not much to look at other than me just talking, really, isn't there? Um, but it is what it is. So I can't really show you any photos or anything. We haven't got any like full photos from the show day. The show day vlog is still being made at the moment, so I'll probably wait until that's done, and we'll probably do like an in-depth one for YouTube or something. But 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 for now, um, let's talk about um, the the peak week. So the peak week was was was. 95% perfect, and it was that 5% that fucked it up, um, I was absolutely bang on the whole day, so, for those of you guys that don't know, I depleted, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, was like a mild, well, I say mild, it was a depletion, I was eating 175 carb, protein and protein and fat was exactly the same, 300 protein, 175 carb, 40 fat, I did that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday I carb loaded, Friday I carb loaded, Saturday I went back to a low day. Uh, when I carb loaded, um, I went up to 750 carb. Um, so so uh, protein came down to 250. Obviously, the goal is not to have protein in there. The goal is to prioritize carbohydrates. Protein is just going to cause a little bit of gastric stress, a little bit more uh, thermogenically demanding as well when we're looking at, looking at protein from a digestive standpoint. It's also more satiating. That's just a, a bonus tip for you but non-essential um, when a carb loading. Like, we're not trying to build muscle. We're trying to load carbohydrates. So in doing that, we brought down um, protein to 250. Uh, carbohydrates were 750 and 40 fat. Um, I felt pretty good after that load. Like, I definitely noticed the food in my stomach, and I definitely noticed the fullness. I wasn't to the brim full. Um, I trained on that Thursday as well, so obviously burnt some of those carbohydrates from training, burnt some of those carbohydrates from 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 doing my normal steps and cardio. Um, Friday I took completely off, no steps, no cardio, just eating, um, and I did 600 carb, so 750 carb on the first day with training and cardio, 600 carb on that Friday, um, water just remained at 6 to 7 litres, salt remained the exact same all day, nothing changed. Um, on the Saturday, we went back down to our normal days, which was um, 175 carb again. So two, so it's a 300 protein, 175 carb, 40 fat. And the idea was, we're full. By Saturday, after two carb loads, you're full. The goal now shifts from uh, getting full 
to reducing gastric stress, reducing food indigestive system. So the idea is sit on your ass all day, don't use any of the glycogen that you've put in you and just digest and go to the toilet. That's literally my job for Saturday was to sit down all day, relax, eat the foods that I needed to. Um, I was really, really hungry. You can imagine the food was really, really low after car two, two high carb days as well. Um, the hunger was really, really high. Um, on Saturday, I finished my carbohydrates by 6 p.m. And I, no, on Saturday, I finished my carbohydrates by 6 p.m. And my water by 6 p.m. Um, so six to seven liters down by 6 p.m. At 3 p.m., I had stopped taking in salt. Um, and before 3 p.m., as in on Saturday day, I had halved my salt. So the normal salt that I normally add to my meals, I had those exact same meals. I just halved the amount of salt I did. And at 3 o'clock, 3 p.m., I stopped taking salt. I also introduced H2O Remove. H2O Remove is like a, I want to say a natural diuretic. It's not like a natural one because it's synthetic, but it's natural in the fact that it's not an illegal diuretic. I didn't throw in diazide or any diet, uh, any zide of any sort um, that's illegal that pulls water out. Uh, for one, I don't need to pull water that hard because I'm naturally fucking dry. Um, I've got notoriously bad kidneys, so I don't need to push my my diuretic use very, very high. Um, if at all, I've never used any diuretic in my life. No diazide, no, I don't even know the fucking other ones. Um, but I've never used any of those. So HO remove went in at intervals over the day from when I woke up. Um, just six caps across the day. So two caps in the morning, two caps in the afternoon, two caps in the evening. This just made me piss all day, basically. Once we had ceased drinking water, I continued to piss because my body still thought it was receiving fluid. Um, the 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 disruption in electrolytes so essentially you basically half your salt your body thinks you're still getting salt you just flush and flush and flush and flush and you create what's called diuresis or diuresis diuresis one of the two you basically put yourself into a state where you flush out all your salt all your sodium all your water and you get extremely dehydrated and obviously the the combination of being full from those two days, pulling water out on that Saturday and then just sitting still, the idea is you just saran wrap your full muscle and that is the goal. And and if I'm honest, it 100% worked. I went to bed, I was like, fuck me cow, this is on. Woke up at like 4 a.m., fuck me cow, this is on. Woke up at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. to do my check-ins, this was on. I was saran wrapped, I felt full, I felt like I was gonna burst, I felt like a grape, that's what I felt like. So the goal was to not eat, not drink. The goal was to not change anything because as soon as you start putting fluid in, you start to adjust your electrolyte balance, you start to adjust your fluid balance. As soon as you start putting food in, you start to adjust your fullness, your dryness. And we didn't want to touch anything. And, and, and we knew that this competition was a chance for us to trial something here because realistically speaking, in the least arrogant way possible, in 2019, I won the overall at 90%. I'm 12 kilos heavier. I'm a different class, in my opinion. I, in my head, I, 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 I was convinced, and, and I was, and I think, don't think there's any shame in saying this, that I was convinced that I was going to win the overall at 90%. Again, I, I, on paper, that should have happened. But I'm also realistic in the fact that I know that someone amazing could turn up and I could have lost. 
So having taken into consideration all of the details, all of the considerations for this show, for last show, we knew that we could probably take more of a risk on this show than if there was, for example, the pro qualifier, you'd take less risk because you want to come in 100%. So we just stayed. We just we just held the look. And actually, until about 10, 11 a.m., uh, I was perfect. I did my final check-in with Cal at like 10.30 after my top-up tan, and I was perfect. But from there things became hard to hold because I'd been up for so long because I hadn't drunk since the day before. So it's about 21 hours, 22 hours without any water, 22 hours without any food. Um, and it started to creep in. I was a little bit dizzy. I was a little bit hungry. Like I'm not worried about being dizzy, hungry, thirsty because if the look's there, the look's there. I started to pump up and actually the look started to come alive a little bit, but there was just not enough to keep the look there for me. Um, when I first walked out, I felt tight, full, good midsection, um, smoked my class, and then I came off and I felt really fucking dizzy. I actually passed out backstage. I haven't told anyone this, but I fell over backstage. Cal caught me in, and I was like shaking, and it's basically I just I held my breath, um, went down, picked up some dumbbells, low blood pressure with low sugar, just maybe pass out a little bit. I didn't like actually fall over and like shake or anything like that. I just like went black, sat down on a seat, and went a bit dizzy. Nothing crazy. Had some water, had some sugar. It didn't really make me feel immediately better, but then I went up back out on stage, did my overall, and when I came off, I was fucking blown the fuck up because the obviously, like, after pumping up, after being on stage and posing, and, and then coming off and relaxing, that's when that look came alive. So we kind of mistimed that a little bit. Um, but there's so much information to take from it. There's so, so, so much information to take of it. For example, if I'd stood on stage at 10 a.m., that would have been it. Game over, smoked. M midsection was tight. Felt good, looked good, full. Very, very good show. Um, so we kind of want to do that. Like, we kind of just want to bring, like, if we can work out exactly when the show is in Portugal, for example, is it midday? Then if it's the exact same time again, we know that we just recreate everything that we did, but shift it a little bit later. So where I stopped drinking at six, stop drinking at nine, where I stopped salt at three, start, stop at six. And you just shift everything forward. The benefit is going to be that I'm going to be much leaner this time coming into this show so I can carb harder, be fuller and have less detriment to my condition because I'll be so lean. Um, I'll be a little bit more crisper and we can pull off the water just as well. So there's going to be a very, very good time coming into this new show. We've got lots of good information coming into it. Um, how to tweak this peak even better. We were really, really, really good. We shifted a lot of weight. So my my lowest, I'm going to drink some of this. Um, rain energy body fuel, Razzleberry. Very good. Oh, that's good. Um, where was I? So... Um, I was pretty happy, like, all round, after I'd slept, after I'd eaten, I was happy, but in the moment, I wasn't, because I didn't feel right, and I felt fucking exhausted, like, I was so dehydrated, I was dragging my feet, I was a little bit miserable, it was quite hard to enjoy the moment in the moment, but once I hydrated, felt a bit better, and, like, today, yesterday, I felt a bit better, so I definitely, definitely am so, so chuffed with the progress we made, 12 kilos heavier on stage, which is mental. Um, I was actually 99.1 on the show day, which was my lowest weigh-in all prep by half a kilo, which just shows how much water we pulled off. Um, but I was crispy, I was dry. There's still a little bit of body fat to come off my lower back. That's probably about it. Um, and my glutes, but we don't need to worry too much about my glutes. It's just my lower back. So there's a few more weeks of digging. 
um, to get be able to get that crisp, and then we're gonna be we're gonna be on one hundred percent. The competition was good. The competition ran really really smooth. It was on time. Um, two bros did a great job. Um, I feel like, and no disrespect to anyone who was who was there competing, maybe you guys listen to me. I feel like I was the best there, and I feel like I deserved the win. There was one guy who they moved into the center at one point. Um, I personally think they just moved him just to move, just so they could see me in a different side. I think that I was leagues above people just because of the the, the experience that I've got, the way I held myself, the posing. And I was really, really happy with it all. So I'm, I'm extremely happy and extremely well done to some of the guys that I met, like some amazing, amazing people that I met at that show. Um, I'm trying to think of a few, Neil, um, a few of the young kids that came up to me and, and just said they couldn't believe they were competing with me. That is fucking surreal. That is absolutely surreal to have people come up to me. A couple of guys from Scotland, shout out to you guys. Welcome back. <laughs> They're going to get that. Um like just so honored to meet these people who have followed me and supported my journey so thank you guys for coming up to me i really really appreciate it. i hope you guys enjoyed your day everyone looked really really good everyone looked you know it was a pretty good standard show like it was a good standard show um but i'm content with the goal and uh we enjoyed it so that's the post that's the post show summary like there was things that we can improve um like obviously like i won the overall so you you know like there's there's still room to approve even if you win the overall there's always room so i messaged the head judge paul crick and i said to him yo i'm trying to be a goddamn pro can you tell me how to be a goddamn pro <laughs> excuse my burps um can you help me can you give me some feedback the feedback was fucking phenomenal and i am gassed he said you were fantastic and you're going to be extremely hard to beat at this level it's just a matter of turning up for your pro card. That is crazy to hear from an IFBB pro head judge. He gives pro cards. He chooses pro cards. He gives the deliberation. So for him to say that, and thank you, Paul. I know you're not listening, but that was just unbelievable to hear. He did say that I could be a tad leaner. That was the goal. You guys saw the the video that when I was announcing that I was competing. The goal was to come in at 90, 95% leanness with the goal to go back into a deficit for this pro show in three weeks. Um... And then he said he could push your fullness, but the fullness couldn't be pushed as much this first one because I didn't have the leanness. So I say I didn't have the leanness. If I can get that 5% leanness, you can push that 10% fullness because the fullness just reacts so much better when you're shredded. Um, so that was some amazing, amazing, amazing response from the judge. And that's the best feedback I've ever had. And I'm extremely happy. Uh, my shorts were banging. I love my shorts. Um, I need to get them tailored because I lost so much water in that first week. I need to take another inch off them. So I'll get that done. Um, this coming week um, Post show food Do you guys want to hear about it? Of course you fucking do So here's what I did And I'm going to spit this honest with you um, I didn't eat anything until 2pm That's when I came off stage I then had a protein bar and a croissant Which was just The protein bar was really really good Bear bells it was Peanut and salted white chocolate or something the croissant was absolutely dead and I regretted it so much. Um, but most importantly, I was just drinking fluid. I had electrolytes with me. Uh, it was an hour and a half drive home. So we got home at like half three. I'd barely eaten at this point. I had had it. I bought, I bought, I got, I got a triple cheeseburger from McDonald's, which is like 600 calories. But bearing in mind, I hadn't eaten that entire day 
and I hadn't eaten since 6pm the day before, and it was a low day the day before, and I woke up a new low. 600 calories was just nothing. So we got home, um, we went for a walk because I just immediately felt guilty for eating food, and that's the reality of it. I did feel guilty because I knew that I had to get leaner. Um, and then we came back, and I was like, I've never had Papa John's before. Um, and Amy was like, oh, let's just get Papa John's. I was like, but I know that Domino's is going to hit the spot, so what do I do? Oh, let's get both. <laughs> so we got our original normal Domino's orders because we know that it's Mr. Trusty. We then got some sides from Papa John's, some desserts from Papa John's, and a pizza from Papa John's. We compared sides, desserts, and pizza, and Domino's smoked Papa John's in every single thing. I didn't. Even, I'm never going to order Papa John's again. The starters were bang average. The pizza was bang average. Uh, I had some nice ice cream. And the, the little cookie thing was quite nice, but it does got nothing on Domino's cookies. So those of you guys who've been waiting for this, like, don't get a Papa John's. It's, it's all about Domino's. Um, I really, really wanted to get that dirty, dirty cheat meal out of the way. Like, I don't, like, I appreciate it's been three days. I could easily eat fucking a dirty pizza again right now, but I don't want to. I, I want to go eat good food and enjoy a good meal now. And didn't want to... I didn't want to go and have that nice meal with like wine, not I say wine, like, you know, like a nice drink, uh, some bits and bobs and picking different foods with family because it's not over. It, I didn't want to have that feeling of, ah, yes, because it's not over. There's still work to do. I wanted to get home, pig my face full of shit, get back to work. That's all I wanted to do. And and, and, and that's all I could focus on. So we ate good. Um, I had a double, double salted caramel ice cream, Magnum ice cream, which was really, really, really good. Um, and ice cold Coke, of course, and a bowl of Crave afterwards, which was really good. And that was it. Woke up, back on the cardio Monday. Um, so we'll give you a little update of where we're going from now. Um, food is at 300 protein, 250 carb, and 40 fat on training days. And it is 300 protein, 150 carb, and 40 fat on non-training days, which is a non-training day today. So... Uh, cardio is back up to 35 minutes. We tapered that down to 25 minutes last week, um, just in, in anticipation to pull down some inflammation, to pull off some, some water. That's back in because the goal is to get leaner. So um, steps back to 10,000, training is back in, cardio is back up to 35 minutes. I've been pushing myself even harder and trying to get this body weight off. Um, I'm down to 100 kilos again, so I'm, I'm, I'm no doubt very close to a new low weigh-in. Probably to, in the next week, I'll be, I'll be back in the 99s. And then every day is a day closer to getting leaner to that pro show. So I am super, super excited. I'm so, so excited for the first time in my life. And it feels incredibly strange to say this um, publicly because I'm not someone who says this type of stuff out loud. Because I, for whatever reason, I don't like to say, I don't know, it's just not in me to, to, to be that supremely overly confident person publicly. But for the first time in my life, I see my physique at a pro standard. I can see myself beating pros. I can see it. I can see myself getting a card. I can see every pro winner that I've seen this season and beating them. I can see previous winners from, from 19, 18, 17 that I've been looking at religiously, and I can beat them. I can see it. So it's, it's, it's really, really filled me with some amazing confidence. There's a lot for me to work on and take on to that next show. I need to work on my posing. 
I think one thing that I was very disappointed with was was my due diligence beforehand on my posing because I do pose and I pose a lot, but I wasn't holding it like I should have been. I wasn't holding it for those those two three minute rounds and and doing multiple multiple turns. And I noticed that my midsection was hard to pull in. Everything else is all right in men's physique because your arms are lean. If you're shredded, you just look good in men's physique. But if you cannot hold your abs in for whatever reason, obviously being flat, dehydrated, and and and, and tired didn't really help too much, but it was harder and harder and harder to pull these abs in. And I noticed that is my fault. That is me not doing my due diligence in my posing. And I will not let that happen in my pro show. So I've been posing every single day, trying to be more natural, trying to be tighter, trying to think about how what looks best and, and, and getting those angles in. I will be going to go over to see Emma Heinemann soon, who is the best posing pro, the best posing coach that I know in the UK I'm going to go see her next week um and we're just going to refine things to try and bring to bring home that pro card and and that's the goal um so the 26th of uh, of May I will be flying out it's 14 days oh my god two weeks today I'll be flying out to Portugal we have an amazing Airbnb um me and Amy will be there Wednesday Thursday Friday and then on Friday my mum Andy my videographer and Cal my coach are going to be flying out to the Airbnb We'll stay Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We sh- we compete on the Monday uh, on the Sunday, and then we'll go from there. If I win the pro card, if I win it and I do it, I'll be flying back Monday, a happy man, feeling good with a full belly. Um, truly, truly blessed. And I cry in the shower nearly every day thinking about this shit, and I have tingles on my arms thinking about getting it. But we just work until we get that. If I don't get it, and let's be re- very, very realistic, yes, I see a pro. But you don't know who else is turning up. You don't know what the judges are looking for. You don't know if they're looking for a certain criteria. We don't know what they're looking for exactly. And we have to be very, very conscious of that. So there's a very, very, very real possibility that I don't get it. And if I don't, depending on the quarantine rules, I'm going to try and get it to Alicante. And I'm going to try and compete in the Amateur Olympia in Alicante because they have an overall... In the, in the overall in Alicante Amateur Olympia, you get the top three, they get the pro card. In every other pro show, it's just the top one. So I have to win everything and everyone. So it's going to be difficult because that's on the 6th of June. Um, the We're still in amber. We're still, you know, way in, in, in the amber uh, traffic light, which means that you have to quarantine when you're home from Alicante for five days minimum. As a bodybuilder, I can't really do that. Like, I could take five days off and be okay, but if I want to maintain my physique and keep this going until, you know, another pro show in June or July, then you've got to be very, very conscious of how, how we manage that and how we can keep that going into those shows. So we've got to be very, very um, tactical as we move forward if, if we don't get that pro qualifier there. So um, there's Ukraine. Again, it depends on the, on the travel. and that, So I literally have Alicante on the 6th or 7th of June if you can travel. There's Ukraine the week after that, if you can travel, the 12th or 13th. And then there is nothing until mid-July. So it'll be like three or four weeks off again until we get to those. I'll call it quits at August. Uh, the British finals is, is August 1st. I think that's that's what I said at the beginning of the season. That's when I'll call it. That's still a very long time away. That's still a lot of time on drugs. So we have to be very, very conscious of how we monitor things and how blood work looks. We'll probably get blood work done just after this next competition just to assess how far we can push it because we've got to be realistic. I'm using drugs. I'm using things that are going to hurt, harm me. And the longer we draw this season out, the more that goes. I'm willing to push myself far this year because it's the pro card year. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm reckless and stupid with it. So 
we've got to be conscious of that um I, I think that's all I wanted to say personally I didn't have loads more that I wanted to touch on upon upon that um just about specifically with with show day and, and the post show day the post show plans and whatnot I asked some questions if you guys had any questions just about the show day so I'm just gonna briefly answer some of these questions for the next five to ten minutes and then we're gonna call it quits how do you feel when you were waiting to step on stage? I'm a very, very, uh, I get nervous, but I also get very, very motivated and very, very competitive. So I'm very much in my head, like, let's fucking go now. Let's, it's time. This is what we worked for. Like, I, I, I'm a rugby player. I'm a football player at heart. I say at heart, at, at first, my first love. So that daily competitiveness, that, that aggression, I love that. Some people are calm and they're like, oh, let's, let's, you know, let's enjoy this, guys. Like, I'm here to fucking win. I'm here to game face. So that's what I do. I, like, put my head down and and I just focus on, on the task at hand. Um, yeah. How was competing during COVID different? Uh, we were in a tent. Um, we were, like, supposed to be socially distanced. There was no audience. You had to, like, buy coaching passes. Um it was all right, actually. Like, they actually fixed the lighting all right. They managed to set things up all right. And, like, considering we're in a pandemic, we're not allowed inside a building. Like, they did very, very well. So, it was pretty cool. Was it ever in doubt when you got backstage? If I'm honest, it was never in doubt when I got backstage and when I was pumping up and when I was on stage. The only time I was in doubt when I was slap bang in the middle of the overall and they went, uh, five, six, nine, can you swap with? And I went, oh my God. Because as soon as they swap you up the middle, usually it means they're not comparing you first anymore. But also they might have just been comparing second and third. So uh, honestly, and and, and, and and I think it's realistic to say, no, I, I wasn't in doubt at, at, at those points. But when I got on stage, definitely for sure. For sure. Um... A lot of these questions we've obviously asked uh, answered. Like they're talking about, like, what did you, uh, what did you eat on show day? Um, how was your digestion after the pizza? Um, honestly, uh, it was pretty brutal. The whole night I was like in just sweats. I couldn't. Sl I obviously fucking ate loads of food. Like so, my stomach was just overly full. Uh, the thing about dieting is that you have no regulation of your hunger hormones. Like ghrelin, leptin, your two hormones that regulate your your. Um, one is your satiation and one is your uh, cravings. So you, you have no hormone to make you feel satiated, to make you feel full, and you have all the hormone to make you crave. So you, anyone who's who, who's competed and binged or eaten post-comp, post, post comp, you cannot stop. You can you can physically eat until food is in your neck and you throw up and, and, and nothing stops you because you still feel hungry. Um, so I kind of just ate and ate and ate. I had bad stomach. Um, the one thing... That, that killed me was the amount of salt just destroyed my gullet so I've had indigestion for like the last two days I say indigestion it's probably just like burn down my esophagus from the amount of salt that I had um it's okay today which is Wednesday I ate that on Sunday but definitely like just 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 destroyed my insides um my my like passing of stool wasn't too bad sorry for the details like, I didn't shit too bad. It was fine. It was just the bloat that I couldn't deal with. Like, I think when you're shredded, you're in that position where your body's just going to absorb and use everything that you possibly can anyway. Um, so you're going to digest a lot of it okay. Um, it was just like the indigestion and 
and and all that kind of stuff. Did you worry about your mass under the body fat only to be pleasantly surprised? I did. I did. Like I looked at those pictures on sh on stage and I was like, damn, I'm big. And I think I'm big enough now. I'm big enough now that I don't need to worry about having to just fire as much blood into my arms and shoulders as possible, which sometimes loses the look on stage. And now all I need to focus on is just getting my midsection tight and bringing it in. So yeah. Uh, do you take creatine out prior to shows? No. So creatine actually brings intramuscular fullness, not extra, not extracellular. Um, so actually, creatine within the muscle is a good idea. You know, I would definitely, definitely keep it. Uh, do you forget about the hunger and fatigue on show day? So I, I definitely didn't forget about the fatigue because I felt it. I was dragging my feet. I was tired. I was hungry. Um, but I didn't even. Sorry, I was tired. I was thirsty. But I didn't think about the food. Like even after the competition, I wasn't like I need to run and get food. I, and I hadn't even eaten the whole day. I was literally just like, give me some water because I was so dehydrated. And whatever happens, happens. So, yeah, for sure. What do they score on bodybuilding? Um, so men's physique is symmetry, um, your stage presence, your muscularity, your conditioning, and, and just how well you present all of it, really. Yeah. That's it. How do you think you'll find it competing abroad? I love it. I just love competing and, and the fact that I get to fly to a different country and do what I love to do is just fully, fully amazing. Um, I'm really, really, really happy with it. What did you on show day? Nothing. <laughs> um, what what percent of your best do you think you were? 90. 100%, 90%. 100%, 90%. Um, yeah. Um... Like I, I, the reason why I'm not like consistently talking into the mic is because I'm just reading these um, questions, and obviously some of the questions. Um, yeah, is it more friendlier than you would imagine, or is everyone locked in and focused? So the best thing about bodybuilding is everyone fucking is amazing. Everyone is the nicest person. I'm telling you, is like I, I've never competed at a pro level, but for me at this amateur level, everyone has worked their fucking nuts off. Everyone has been through that very similar journey and that goal of just we we have camaraderie and sat in pain and sacrifice. We have camaraderie in the fact that we're all getting painted naked in front of each other. We have camaraderie in the fact that we're about to do this really obscure sport. So yeah, like it's really, really, really friendly. You meet friends for life. You meet competitors for life, and it's a really amazing experience actually one of the guys that i was talking to who competed for the first time the week before he came back again this week and he was like i just loved it like the people were just so nice and you meet friends for life and it's because we're in this together we all suffer together you know that's the cool thing about bodybuilding is that you have this camaraderie and suffering <laughs> which is quite nice um here we go if and when you win your pro card will you be competing in a pro show straight away i didn't answer this specifically um, if there was a pro show on the Monday and I won my card on the Sunday, then yeah, I probably would. Or if there was one like the, the week later, then yeah, maybe I would. Um, but there isn't at this one. But if there is at any point and I win my pro card on the Saturday and there's a pro show on the Sunday, then yeah, I would jump in that pro show. But if not, I'm not ready to present myself on that pro stage. I was talking to this about my uh, talking to this with my girlfriend and like when you become a pro, when you become a pro bodybuilder you like immediately go to the bottom rung of the ladder again, right? So like, I'm at the top of the amateur ranks uh, in terms of like physique, aesthetics, all those types of things. So whatever, tier one amateur, 
But then as soon as you become a, a, a professional bodybuilder, you're a tier 10 professional. And then you've got to work your way back up those tiers. So I'm not ready to like, I need to climb those tiers before I present something better. Um, I've got at least seven or eight kilos that I want to put on this frame before I'm happy at a pro level at either classic or or I, or uh, men's physique. So I probably would wait a little bit. I don't know how long. I don't know whether I'll just take the rest of this year off. I probably need like four or five months on TRT, which would take me to the end of the year, which would give me one blast. Anyway, I'm not thinking about that right now. Um, but I'd either compete again next year or I'd take next year off again, to be honest. Uh, were your friends and family allowed to support? So they technically weren't, but they sold coaching passes uh, that you had to be like socially distant. So I just bought everyone and they were 75 quid each. So I bought three of them, which was just brutally expensive. But it is what it is. It's not, it's not, it's not too worried. Uh, do you believe cortisol can completely ruin someone's look within minutes? Yes, 100%. Uh, I used to suffer awfully with show day nerves and it used to blur my look, but now I'm fine. Um, does it all seem to go quick? No, it goes kind of pretty slow, to be honest, until you get on stage. You're kind of just waiting, 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 and then you can bask on it. Then you can bask on it. Um, what did you do for the pump up? Last question. Um, nothing crazy. Um, nothing crazy at all. Uh, the pump up was quite literally press ups, dumbbell um, dumbbell presses, not dumbbell presses, dumbbell like bicep curls, dumbbell um, lateral raises, and literally like that was it. Nothing, nothing special, nothing crazy. Um, that was literally like really, really typical stuff. The thing about these, these, these. Um, the thing about these competitions is that you have to bring your own equipment, but if you're at the Olympia or anything like that, like you you get like a whole gym backstage and that pump like with a whole gym is just so, so different, if you know what I mean. Like it's it's like the pump of, like when I take my, 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 my photos, like post, post comp, um, not post comp, post, post gym session, that fullness is never ever replicated on stage because you can't get like a full workout in. Do you know what I mean? You can't push yourself that far in order, um, in order to do it, which is kind of kind of frustrating. But I'm not too worried. Like uh, we're in a good place. I'm happy to move forward from here. I'm buzzing. I'm also very very tired now, so I'm going to end this podcast. But that was that was post show analysis. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have enjoyed your car ride wherever you are, or your walk, or your wherever you are. Don't forget to like a little bit of a, a little bit of a rating on the podcast. Um, tag me in your stories. Peace and love, everybody. Bye bye.